The following podcast is the audio-only version of the video podcast originally posted to youtube.com slash rafaeldefuria and part of the notyouraverageglobetrotter.com project. Hello there and Happy New Year's. I am Rafael Di Furia, back at it again for another year on another Friday night to talk a little bit more about a subject that I haven't really gotten into really since maybe some of my earlier videos about being Italian-American and being Italian-American in Italy. Yes, of course, I've definitely touched on these subjects since then. And if you have any opinions of your own on what does it mean, I would love to hear that down below in the comment section. I would be very curious to hear about that. And as many of you know, I grew up on the West Coast and never really identified with the whole Northeast Jersey Shore kind of snooky version of an Italian. I mean, the funny thing is that at the end of the day, she's technically not even really Italian. That's neither here nor there. But of course, then there are some people that would consider the A, O, B, Babidi, Bo, A, O kind of Italians as the only real kind of Italian Americans out there. And I'm not discounting or discrediting anybody who may be like that at all. But the thing is, it's just a flavor of Italian-American that I've never really been a part of. And being somebody who's Italian-American and living in Italy, I wanted to talk a little bit about some more of my thoughts as time has gone on and how things have developed. And just before we get too deep into this video, a huge thank you to those of you who are helping to make these videos possible through Patreon, and a huge thank you to those of you who've been liking and sharing these videos with your friends. And the thing is, actually, this type of Italian-American that I was talking about before is something that in conversation with Italians, I've had to let them know, yeah, I'm not that kind of person, I'm not that kind of Italian-American, I'm not that way. And I've had to explain this because one, I don't fit into these categories, so to speak. And then also on the other hand, you'll find that many Italians from Italy don't consider Italian-Americans to be Italian whatsoever. They consider them to be a foreign group of people just like anybody else from anywhere else that's not Italy. And even when I've mentioned that my family has Italian roots or that my family came from Italy, I have had people roll their eyes at me here. And that's just been in kind of normal conversation. They say, oh, so you think you're Italian? It's like, well, that comes with a long answer and a big conversation attached to that. Even there's an Italian-Polish YouTuber who grew up here in Italy, if I'm not mistaken, Michele Ponte, and he posted something recently on Instagram that he had made um, a large amount of Italian-Americans angry recently because he said that he doesn't see them as Italian-Americans. And we had a very short interaction, and he sent me a message that got me thinking a lot about after living in Italy, how do I see this community of people? And it got me thinking a lot and partially inspired this video. This was actually a video that I had had in the back of my mind for a little while now that I would want to re-explore the subject at a later point because this is something that I have spoken about before. And the thing is, even before moving to Italy a long time ago, I learned to never call myself Italian when in Italy or even with other Italians, or with people who are Italian from Italy, I should say. Not Italian-Americans, that gets into a very different discussion. But because of this 
difference in the way that these people view Italian Americans, I've always made sure to say that either I'm of Italian descent or my family came from Italy, or maybe on a very rare occasion, I might say that I'm Italian American, but even that can be a little bit of a stretch for some people that they can be, that can be difficult to accept for many Italians. And that's something I'm not surprised by necessarily. And the longer that I spend in Italy, the more I see their point of view I don't necessarily totally agree with it, but I see some of the points that are made. And really, at the end of the day, I really don't care whatsoever what another person thinks of me. I am what I am, and I know what I am, and I know what I'm not. And whatever that is that I am, that's me. And if somebody else out on the outside sees me a certain way, then that's on them. That's that's their problem if they want to make it into a problem because there's nothing I can do or that I would want to do that can change anything that makes me me and all of the parts of me that have made come into this culmination that you see right here in this video that's something that can't be changed and if someone doesn't like the fact that my family left Italy settled in the United States well part of my family at least settled in the United States and then I'm here now in Italy trying to be a contributing member of society, somebody who gave up and sacrificed a lot, gave up a business to be here and jump through all of the legal hoops that I've had to to make sure that I'm above board and not here to take from society, then that's uh, that's their problem. That's not my problem if they have an issue with that. I didn't come here to take anything. I came here to contribute in whatever way that I can, and to learn about the country and the peoples and the cultures. And yes, I am saying these in the plural, peoples and cultures, because there are many peoples around Italy. There are a number of cultures around Italy. There isn't one singular thing that makes Italian Italian. It's a very diverse and wide group of people that all fall under an umbrella into various different categories. And like I said, to be able to come here to do this, I've had to sacrifice a lot and jump through a lot of hoops, but that's how it had to be. And if somehow maybe one day that not only am I able to learn more about this country, which I have been during this whole time, but maybe even make my mark on this country in some way, even if it's only in some kind of minute way, then hey, that's cool too. But I can say that, not even like tooting my own horn here, but I can say objectively that I know for a fact that some of my videos have made impacts on people's life, especially for Italian American people who have been thinking about coming back to the country that they see as their homeland and wanting to do something similar to what I've done and become a contributing member of society and to actually build a life here. And if that's the mark I leave, then I'm happy with that. It'll make the past few years of this project that I've been doing completely worth it because as I've said in a number of my videos, or I think, I know I've definitely said this in conversation to people, but I'm sure I've at least said it in a couple of videos that my goal with these videos is to help at least that one person in that one position who's going through something that they're looking for the information that you can find on my channel about the, the paperwork coming to Italy or even the living in Italy, the, 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 the practical side of things here and not so much the fluffy stuff that many of us think about the pizza, pasta, amore and so on. But I digress. Since actually arriving here in Italy to live 
after a number of times visiting the country, um, after about three and a half years now, that I am constantly finding new aspects of what it means to be Italian, which is sometimes different than what I had known the definition of being Italian growing up. And sometimes it maybe doesn't change the perspective, but maybe adds another level or another layer to that perspective. And I can remember the first time that I ever came into contact with someone saying that you're not Italian because you're not from here. How could you be if your so-and-so is from here and blah, blah, blah. And the, 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 the regular kind of spiel that Italians will tend to give a person that if they don't see them as Italian, if they're Italian-American, for example. I don't want to say that moment affected me so much, but it's made me think about things because for my whole life up until that point, I had always felt Italian, very Italian, and that was just part of who I was. And like many Italian-Americans, if you ask them, what are you, they'll just answer flat out, I'm Italian. They're not going to say I'm Italian-American. They're just Italian end of story. Even I remember growing up hearing my cousins answer this question the same way and plenty of other people as well. But then after arriving in Italy to be seen as the American, it made me have to take a step back and look at things. Not necessarily to find myself and go through this whole soul-searching experience, but to take a step back and to re-examine what this definition is and what it really does mean. But if you ask me now, at this point in my life, the same question, what are you? If I were to answer any kind of level of being Italian, I would make a very clear distinction that I'm Italian-American, and very proudly I would do that. I am very careful to make a clear distinction when I'm answering this question, but not because of that I'm thinking I might offend somebody or that they might have something to say about who I am and what I am, but it just happens to make the conversation easier having that realization that the other person doesn't see me as one of them, even if maybe I see some kind of connection between us. But even what that connection is and what that really means has definitely changed over the time that I've lived here because, of course, there is that separation between what it means to be Italian from Italy and Italian-American. And like I've said in videos in the past, it's not a negative thing. It's just something that is worth recognizing because you have this, this initial starting point where they have gone and diverged into different directions. But at the end of the day, these are the same group of people that have branched off from one another that all started from a unique point. But if I say that I'm Italian-American, I find that people are more open-minded. But there are some people who might roll their eyes and feel like they're humoring me, this silly American who thinks that they are this thing that they can't be. And it's almost kind of like a joke for them if somebody who is Italian-American or comes from anywhere in the Italian diaspora, Italian-Australian, Italian-Brazilian, Italian, whatever it is, it's almost like a joke for them that this person could think of themselves, that they could dare imagine that they could be Italian. And I'm really not trying to burst anybody's bubble here, but I just do find this to be a very interesting subject to see and re-examine and challenge your own thoughts on what it means to be what you are and who you are. And 
this very important identity for many people of being Italian-American and to examine the idea of what does it mean to be Italian? What does it mean to be Italian-American? What are these definitions? And really, at the end of the day, you need to be confident with you and not care about the other person's opinion. Okay, maybe take it into consideration. However, you do you. Because for me, something that I've come to realize is that if you were to ask me this question, what does it mean to be Italian? I can't help but say that there is not one definition of being Italian. It's a very simple question with a very complicated answer because at the end of the day, there's not just one kind of Italian, even though people may think of anybody from this country as being Italian. But once you start looking at the individual parts of the country, do you see the different cultures, the different dialects, the different languages sometimes, languages that could technically be considered separate from Italian. And for the most part, they are all considered to be Italian. But even you will find people who are born and raised in Italy. And from a legal perspective, for all intents and purposes, that person is an Italian. That person might not consider themselves to be Italian in any way, shape or form other than the passport that they carry. If you go to the borders of the country, you start seeing pockets of people that don't identify with being Italian. They have their own unique and separate culture and separate language, cultures and languages that lean more towards being Croatian, more towards being Austrian, more towards being French, uh, or the Sicilian people. I've met a lot of Sicilians who make the distinction between being Sicilian and being Italian as separate people even though in modern Italy, Sicily is technically within the borders of what is the nation of Italy. So then this bring, and this brings me back to the idea of trying to figure out what it means to be Italian American. Is it just another flavor of being Italian or is it something completely separate? Because even by definition, if we're talking about what is Italian, you almost can't even call anything older than maybe what roughly 140 years actually Italian, even though the people of this country are descendants of ancient cultures which have always been here and they are the native inhabitants of this land, anything really older than 1861 technically wasn't Italian. And so for someone or something or some place to be Italian has only really come about in the past 140 years, which is really not that long if we take a look at the grand scheme of things. And there are many people who have been a part of the Italian diaspora for just as long. So does it mean that because they have roots in this country, but maybe they left before it came became a nation, that they're not actually Italian, or because maybe they left very early on into modern Italian history that maybe those people aren't Italian, but they came from Italy. They were born here. They were raised here. They had Italian documents. They were part of the culture. And to be a descendant from somebody who came from that era, or even a much more recent period of time where people had had a much easier time getting around and been able to maybe keep the connection with their home country a bit easier than it would have been in the past. It means that if this is part of you, part of your family, part of your family history, you can't escape the fact that somehow Italy is part of your family's history, even if they left before it became the country that we know today. And if you're part of the Italian diaspora, that means something very specific. 
that means your family came from someplace that is very specific because that means you're not part of the Hungarian diaspora, the Filipino diaspora, the, I don't know, name a nation, name a country, name a people, name a diaspora of people around the world. Maybe you could be mixed. Maybe families could be mixed. That is definitely possible. But if you're saying that you are part of the Italian diaspora, that you are somebody who has grown up in the Italian diaspora, that you are a part of this group of people, then that means something very specific that you have a connection to the country, whether you like it or not, and whether somebody else likes it or not. And like I was mentioning earlier in the video, and like I've mentioned in other videos before, there was this, this central point where they all started out from, where Italian-Americans and Italians all start from. But then they go out and have diverged in different directions since then. But something that I feel holds true and is very important to look at is that when these people who became Italian-Americans left from this point, this, this divergence point, they retained a snapshot of what Italy was, what the culture was, what their nation was at the time of what they left. And so they held very true to what that was. Okay, maybe they would have uh, incorporated some ideas from their new country of choice. Of course, depending on where they went, maybe that could have been a little bit of Brazilian culture got into their culture, a little bit of Australian, a little bit of American, whatever it was. There could have been something that combined these two flavors together to make something new, but still, at its essence, you still hold on to that Italianness, this snapshot of what Italy was at the time when people left the nation. And there have been certain stereotypes that have developed over time of these people who arrived in these countries because they acted a certain way or because they had certain behaviors that they held on to that come from traditions and a culture that was just part of them. Some of these stereotypes may be positive, some of them may be negative, and for better or for worse, they have stuck around and people still very much recognize these today as very uniquely Italian, even if not all of them would be seen in Italy today. And sometimes that makes me wonder if maybe, in some situations for some Italians, maybe that's why they don't see Italian Americans or people from the Italian diaspora as Italians because it they don't feel maybe that's something that represents their culture well and they don't think that maybe it's the best representation of what Italy is or maybe what it used to be and of course between what is now and what used to be there are of course are connections some people like to fall away and to to move away from things in the past but they still is part of your past that you will never be able to, for lack of a better term, escape from. But it's not necessarily that you're trying to escape from it in some cases. Some people are just trying to move past a certain point. Of course, maybe there are certain behaviors or, or certain ideals or certain um, ethics, morals that people would like to move forward from and leave in the past. But that still means that that was once part of something, and it's important to recognize that, for better or for worse, in my opinion. It was there, we're here now, let's move on. And among people who seem to see this caricature of what their country and people once were, seem to always have the same question, or not question, but statement about, well, 
if your grandparent or if your great-grandparent or if your great-great-great-grandparent was from Italy, how can you, somebody who grew up abroad, who doesn't speak Italian, who doesn't know anything about Italy today, how can you be Italian? And this gets back to my point that there are certain ideas, there are certain behaviors, there are certain traditions that are very central to the culture and that have lived on throughout all of these years. And some things that maybe that, like I've mentioned in my past video, there could be these little things that some of us growing up think that maybe our family is weird because they do a certain thing a certain way and other families around them don't do that thing that certain way. And I know I've had that conversation with a number of people who've had those little traditions that have come up that they only realized later were an Italian thing. And my personal example, just one thing, is that the idea in Italy of having dry hair after taking a shower, never going out with wet hair, especially in the cold, this was something to my grandfather that was a very, uh, it was something that he held on to, not because he was Italian, and not because he was trying to be Italian, it was just part of his Italianness, and it's not something that he would express as his Italianness. it's just something that was so ingrained to him from such a young age that he couldn't shake this idea that you couldn't have wet hair. And for me, my connection with Italy and being Italian-American is so much connected through my grandfather because he was very much my father figure growing up. And his identity, his who he was, was very much Italian. But going past all of that, then there's the idea that getting back to what I was saying about how many people here say, well, if you don't speak the language, how could you be Italian? There are many people in Italy, and I, I've said this in other videos before, that I think that using the linguistic argument isn't really such a great stolid, stable argument. Yes, there are many dialects and languages in Italy that you can call Italian, and now in the modern era that are Italian dialects of other languages, but there are many people who wouldn't, who would argue that their language is not Italian, even if it is related. So I can't help but wonder, is this Italian-American society and culture that's developed from this Italian-ness, this Italian past, is this an extension of what it means to be Italian in the modern era and that English or maybe an Italianized English that some of our ancestors spoke or even some people who've come to America today or even some of the, um, the slang that's come around within the Italian-American community that's even made it its way into pop culture, is that now part of the greater selection of ideas and flavors or whatever you want to call it that it means are Italian even though they're not physically necessarily developed in the peninsula it's something that comes from the peninsula from a direct influence through the people who were from here and would those developments as they stand today would they stand as Italian on their own I might argue no but there is then the the phrase, this term, Italian-American, which I think fits very well because the culture and the people who've developed aren't just solely Americans. There Many Italian-Americans don't fit in with the general American culture. 
And what that general American culture is, I would say, is even debatable because there are many different influences from many different peoples. But there is always, in many cases, some Italianness that people hold on to, even if they don't fit into the whole Jersey Shore um, stereotype that there are certain core ethics and values and traditions that many people hold on to, even if they don't know all of the traditions and all of the things and all of this and all of that. There is always something in the spine, so to speak, of that person and the family that always holds true to where they originally came from. And I'm not saying in any way was everything about my upbringing Italian. And that's not something I have an issue with. And that's why I can proudly say that I'm Italian-American. And I'm very okay with saying that. And I feel as though that's more appropriate and actually correct if you're going to ask me what I am. And even though there are maybe certain tendencies or behaviors um, or traditions that I feel are important to me, there is also another level to it. And it's not that I'm just a a one-trick pony, so to speak. And I'm in no way saying that anybody who's born in just one country and only has that one culture on uh, as a part of their life a one-trick pony. I'm not calling people who are born in Italy a one-trick pony, but what I'm saying is that there is more to me than just the Italian side of my of who I am. There is a lot more, and I feel blessed to have this Italian influence on my life and have the other levels of this person who I am today, and to be able to pick and choose what I feel are maybe some of the best aspects of those things in one day, if I ever have children, pass that on to them in some respect. Or if I meet an Italian woman, I guess let's be realistic that in Italian families, women have a lot of the power and control over the family. So that decision may not be totally up to me, even if I would like a 50-50 say on that. (laughs) But joking aside, the subject of what it means to be Italian, what it means to be Italian-American is something that I feel as though I'm always exploring and it's not something that I feel as though this is my one opinion and this is the correct opinion and my opinion may develop over time which it already has and very likely will continue to do and about being Italian itself this is something we've spoken about already in this video but the separation between the regions and even within regions you find separation within the 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 peoples of those regions and depending on what side of the river people may be on or what side of the mountain the person may be on or what valley the person may be living in there are dialects and cultures that de- that have developed and separate the people a little bit and ha- people from their own town or village or city can have their own unique identity that is theirs that is different from the the village town or city that is next to them i mean even maybe if you're looking at places like milan or rome or florence you might not see that or feel that as much because they're a bit more um diverse in the amount of people that are there and where the people are from but definitely you have a milanese dialect you have a florentine dialect you have a roman dialect that are that can be quite different from italian at least the italian that a lot of people speak or the accent may very clearly differentiate from what many people consider to be a neutral italian and in in tuscany there's the accent that they have and the tuscan accent is considered to be the most proper in in modern neutral italian but if you get into the really local, local accent that 
is more true to what they have traditionally spoken. You hear things in the language that don't hold true for other accents in the way that people pronounce things in other places. Like instead of saying Coca-Cola, they'll say Hoja-Hola. Like that hard K becomes a huh. And it's and for some people there, it's not focaccia, it's focaccia. I can't even properly do the accent, but just as an idea, just to give you a little of, a, of an example of what I'm talking about here. But the dialect or the accent that you speak with can separate a person from other people within the, in, within the country. Like from where I live, I live not far from Venice. And if someone from where I live goes to Venice and speaks in the local dialect with them at the cafe, for example, or a restaurant, there is one set of prices that they will get that is just because they are from here that they are local. But if you take somebody from another part of the country, they won't get those um, local prices. They'll get tourist prices, maybe depending on the place, maybe tourist Italian prices, but then there's the tourist tourist prices, which will be the prices that everybody else sees. So if I go to Venice, I've even had people ask me there, like, how is it that you speak Italian? Like, you you, you don't seem like you're from here. It's like, I live not that far away. So uh, that's why I speak some. <laughs> I don't quite get the local discount, but... I haven't, I still haven't gotten my Italian to that level yet. One day, one day, one day. <laughs> but then if you speak, but the people locally amongst themselves will speak their dialect to one another. And if you don't speak that dialect, you are seen as an outsider. Even if you're still from Italy, you are that person from that other town. You're not from their town or region or province, whatever it may be. And so when somebody says that they're Italian-American, and I will say here that different places can be more or less friendly to other people that are from outside than other places, and then individuals. Some places in general are more friendly towards outsiders, and some places are less friendly. Some individuals are, and some individuals aren't. That's just how the world works. But if you go to someone and you say you are Italian-American, not only are you from outside of their area with their people who speak their language or their dialect, but you are just, you're from outside of outside. You are from the, the beyond where they can't see you as even on the fringes of what their people are. I think it's an interesting nuance. But, of course, if you have any opinions on what I've said today, if you agree with me, let me know why. If you disagree with me, let me know why. And if you have any opinions of your own on what does it mean, I would love to hear that down below in the comment section. I would be very curious to hear about that. And, of course, a huge thank you to those of you who helped to make these videos possible through Patreon. It is so very greatly appreciated. So thank you very much for all of your support. And, of course, a huge thank you to those of you who've been liking and sharing these videos with your friends on whatever social media platform it is, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, WhatsApp. Thank you also very, very much. And of course, as always, I'm Rafael Di Furi. Thank you for joining me on another Friday night. I look forward to another year with you all. And I will see you all next time. Happy New Year. Later. Later.